Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My name is Morgan Freeman, and you're listening to How to Kill an Hour podcast. Get busy killing an hour or get busy dying, and that's goddamn right. Are you serious? So there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Right now, you're about to kill some time with myself, Marcus Bronzy. Today, I'm joined by a friend of the show. You've been on it before. Yes. Tommy, a.k.a. Gadgets Boy. Welcome to the studio, son. Thanks for having me again, man. It's good to be back. No problem, man. I think I think we had you back around the same time last year as well, which was um, post-MWC. Which That's we'll, very true, yeah. Yeah. It's like a yearly little reunion, isn't it? <laughs> um, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But uh, first things first, I just want to give a few shout-outs. In fact, do you want to... Big up some people that have been uh, getting in, involved on the socials. Yeah, shout out to Creative31, uh, Jameson Marcel Hugh, and Will RV from Diageo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He sent us some whiskey. We did some like whiskey tasting with um, Alexa. So, right, yeah, right. that was like a couple of episodes back. It's pretty cool. Otis came up from the Gadget Show. So oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, like AI and whiskey. It's pretty good. Such a nice guy. Yeah, and, man. Uh, let's not forget Song Whip, yep. Chris Jill. Yeah. And grab Gabrielle Hibbert. Yeah, nice to meet you. Uh, also, hello to Sophie as well. Loyal fan alert, Wave. She's uh, um, she said she's loving all the episodes. Keep up the great work. To, uh, you're making all my drive so much easier. I really look forward to listening. Please, can we have an episode discussing the Shamina stuff that's flooding the news? Uh, what's your thoughts on this? Also, where's Funk? Uh, you and Funk make me laugh. Look, Funk's, Funk's about, yeah. He's pushing his single, Swipe the Leap. He'll be back on the show real soon. Wow, so uh, <laughs> Sophie wants us to, to turn this from a tech podcast into a political podcast what I will say is it's very interesting that social media can really focus a big group of people into having one kind of conversation in the same way that newspapers used to conventionally so like before social media we talk about what's in the papers we talk about what's in these centers that's it fact in it mm-hmm. and we did say like when Twitter became quite big we were like wow there's so many different little conversations but people have worked out how to hack that yeah, and yeah. you can now make sure that Twitter's going to talk about something one day. Yeah, it's funny though. They all drive each other in, certain, in, in a certain sense because as soon as that becomes news, people get interested in it. And the first place to go to discuss that opinion compared to before when they're going forums and comment sections on uh, blogs, now they just go straight on social media to chat about it yeah. because straight away someone else is going to see and engage in that conversation with them. Where do you think the, the rawest talk is at, at the moment? In tw- 2019, in March... Where do you think, where do you go on social media for that conversation that's unfiltered? I think certain conversations starts from Twitter because yeah. Twitter allows that f- a bit of freedom of, com- uh, of conversation there to, for people to talk about anything. But I think Facebook allows a deeper conversation because the comments just goes crazy and you can easily track that thread. Yeah. Um, and then funny enough, now on Instagram, there are blogs, you know, screenshots, conversations and all kind of stuff. 
Yeah, and have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. So they're dragging that conversation there as well. So yeah. I think it's all over the place. But Twitter's where, geez, like you could come there and it's 10 comments, 10 replies, come back about an hour later and it's it's made the news. People are using it as a news source now. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Twitter is the news source. So I think with this whole situation, it's kind of really, there's been such focus around this conversation within social media. That's been very interesting for me. Mm. I mean, in terms of my personal opinion on this, I don't want to get into it oh, on no, the show. You know no. what I mean? Any conversation that I can't have at dinner with <laughs> close, yeah, I, yeah, just don't do it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, thanks for that though, Shamina. Uh, also, Alex gave us a little shout out as well. Says, Alex said, I spent five hours one day listening to your pod straight when I went walking around an island out in New Zealand alone. That's all the way from New Zealand. Wow. Yeah. And he says, which by the way was literally the most at peace I think I felt in my entire life. What wow. can I say, bro? On the exact opposite side of the world from anyone I know. Just my own thoughts and your bleep bleep in your ears <laughs> no bullshit in his ears. <laughs> thanks for that Alex thanks just so you know How to Kill an Hour will deliver bullshit consistently wherever you are in the world come in your ears come here for your daily BS come here for your good bits of BS as well <laughs> um, so thanks for coming on the show today one of the things we like to talk about at the start of the show is uh, Billy's made me not forget don't forget we also have a competition sorry Bill Billy Billy reminded me about that uh, don't forget you got a last chance to win an Xbox version of Just Cause for Steelbook Edition is there a link for this in the description Bill he has nodded yes so if you'd like to get involved and win that click the link in the description get involved there we go get involved um, so we've got a couple of things I want to talk to you about we like mm-hmm. to talk about how we've been killing time recently uh, I want to talk to you about a couple of the places that you've been at but uh, yeah. real quickly can we just throw to some content that we've just made before the show it's a bit of visual content where we've tested out a whole bunch of phones um, what have we tested out then uh, so today we've we've tested out the Huawei Mate 20 Pro uh, the OnePlus 6T uh, Google Pixel 3 XL the Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus and where would the test be without the iPhone old iPhone XS? <laughs> iPhone XS. Yeah. Uh, and we tested out a whole bunch of features that yeah. they have and we kind of gave it an out-of-the-box out box test. So these for these, we can edit photos, right? We can yeah, tweak yeah. them, make the colours nice and, and, and filter them. We didn't do that. So today we picked up the cameras and we actually opened up and tested a regular photo, right. a portrait photo, mm-hmm. a portrait photo of a person, mm-hmm. uh, portrait post, uh, selfie, panoramic, mm-hmm. lol. Uh, <laughs> checked out what the colours were like by taking pictures of colourful things. Yeah. Did macro close-ups, uh, worked with the wide angle features that only the S10 Plus and the Huawei have. Mate 20 Mate, Pro, yeah. Mate 20 Pro. Ultra wide angle uh, lens. Uh, Ultra wide angle lens. And then we tested them all in low light, right? That's right. A very detailed conversation, which you yeah. can see in here if you click the link in the description. Mm-hmm. Let's just quickly give it an overview, though. Um, it's very interesting that out of all of these cameras, that these these five handsets that we tried, there was a real consistent winner yeah. within it. So for me, the consistent winner was the Pixel Three XR, which, funny enough, is the only is the only one out of them with a single camera lens. So everything's oh, yeah. taking place not just in the hardware; it's software focus as well so the software is excellent and because uh, there's no bloatware with a google device there's less going on in the background as well so all resources are dedicated to make sure that your photos come out the best that they can be isn't it interesting that in a day and age where we're seeing more and more cameras on uh, f- uh, cameras on phones mm-hmm. that the one that actually performs is the one that just has one solid camera, one single lens yeah good bit of ai on it Exactly, and that conversation keeps coming back and forth. Like, why? What? What are the other manufacturers doing that, or what's Google doing differently that other manufacturers can't replicate? And Google, as the owner of this Android platform, 
what are they doing that they can't share this? Yeah. A bit of software magic. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, you've got a certain je ne sais quoi, yeah. isn't it? Especially low light mode as well. Low, like, light, low light mode is magical. Night sight on the Google yeah. Pixel is magical. Pretty much turn off the lights in the studio, like let and the you door still open get, a crack. You still get something. Yeah, you get some good stuff. So yeah, check the full link to that bit of content. Yeah, let's uh, not spoil it in the show description. Go yeah, but like, imp- impressive. Like there were some other other cameras that perform well in other areas. We just picked yeah. our overall winner, but there were some other cameras that yeah. if you like to specifically do certain types of photos, you might you might lean yeah. into. Go so. watch it, then you see why I've picked yeah. it as my favorite anyway. Yeah, and then it's yeah, you can cool. see everything else. It's pretty cool. Um, but you've been uh, all over the world. Well, you are all over the world. I feel like it's always where is Gadgets Boy? Um, like you're like where's Wally? Like all over the world, like. Uh, MWC happened mm-hmm. recently Mobile World Congress And it was in Barcelona Barcelona um, how, how was it man? It was yeah. great I think I've, I've, I haven't been excited About uh, MWC In the last say Three years And this year was very good We saw some actually Like good stuff You actually want to cover um, Every All the phone manufacturers Came out with something great Even like uh, Processor chip manufacturers They came out with amazing things as well that points us to what's to, what what's to come in the future. Um, we had like folding phones, um, yeah. foldable devices in general. We had um, manufacturers who focus their device on entertainment, like Sony. So you got twenty one by nine aspect ratio devices, which um, again, not many people are thinking about that, but they're thinking about that. Um, and for the first time, they're actually working with Alpha for their camera lenses. So I'm actually looking forward to trying it out in the real world, like we did today. Um, That'd be good for a comparison, wouldn't it, in the future? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Frodo's in the mix. And if we think three camera lenses are too much, go speak to Nokia. They've just <laughs> they've released a Nokia 9 Pure View with uh, five lenses. Um, they have their reasons. I think at first, when you look at it, you go, why? Why would you do that? But the reason why they've done that is you've got two um, colors there, two color lenses and three monochromes to capture all the details that you need. So if you remember the good old... 45 megapixel Nokia Lumia 1020 I think I could be wrong don't quote me on that but you know what I'm talking about um, again they're bringing that back in a modern way so again everything's in software post-processing I don't know how that's going to sit well with the average Joe who just wants a phone that's going to work um, and most importantly we had the foldable devices like yeah. the Huawei Mate X Samsung Galaxy Fold and there's a company called Nubia um, who released the Nubia Alpha which is a foldable um, uh, wrap around smartphone that wraps on your wrist like a watch but it's a phone um, one sec so it's like a bracelet that goes around it's it's your, uh, your it's basically a big screen on your on your wrist but you wear it like a watch sick uh, you can do and gestures on it as well um, in fact let's not forget uh, Energizer as well with the <laughs> with the Power Max um, 18,000 million power battery phone it's chunky but Again, for me, the, my summary on that phone was it's not a phone, it's a battery pack with a phone attached to it. Yeah. It's as simple as that. But who's going to be la- who's gonna get the last laugh when someone's sitting there on their little 5% yeah, yeah. battery? And you're and begging you got, me to charge your yeah. phone with it because you can do that. 85% battery left. Exactly. Five days into the festival, I'm still going. Exactly. That is a, that's a festival winner, that brick it is, phone. It is. That's and uh, LG, for me, took they, they took the big L. Um, out of all the manufacturers because they they came out with something that was just like who signs who signs it off who who in the head office was like great great idea let's go with that they had a phone where you can attach another screen to the side and it, be, it looks like a Nintendo DS is it DS with the opening <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah, like a book yeah. it looks a bit like that which it makes sense if you're a gamer it means you got this extra attachment right and then they've also got this thing where you can and gesture turn 
like your volume control by just doing this like is there is there a camera so like you can almost do this so um, you're holding your palm up and you're like basically turning a fake knob yeah, like, yeah. so if you can do that over your screen exactly that and uh it works and the only use case scenario that i can see for that is if i'm shaving and i'm listening to music for whatever reason i don't want to touch my phone then i can just do this yeah but out of all the gestures i'd rather voice okay. voice control i'd rather be like turn volume down and yeah. be like this exactly yes yeah. so <laughs> trying to do uh <laughs> when your hands are busy yeah, you don't want to yeah. be like shave your face and then cut your face open by accident so you're saying then in terms of the the who actually who won in terms of the folding phone situation who would you say who came out oh, on top i was hoping you wouldn't ask me that um, <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of chat around it i think i love the design of the mate x but i love um the the galaxy fold looks more uh robust robust so one folds in one folds out so are you in or out? You, you do the math. Shake it all about. This is not Brexit, man. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> um, I look forward to it. I feel like we heard a lot about it then. Yeah. But I want to actually kind yeah, of yeah, see what Yeah, I think I'll save my yeah. judgment until we actually have it in hands and yeah. we can actually play with it and put it to push it to its limits. And also, yeah, once we have apps that are developed for it, that's yeah. when I think we'll really see what's worthwhile yeah. of it. Because, you, know, yeah. you know, beyond just having a bit of extra space to watch Netflix and, yeah, yeah. and read the paper... That reminds me actually of, I was talking about processor chip companies, uh, SOC companies. So uh, Qualcomm, for example, they released, they were all about 5G. In fact, all of M MWC was 5G everywhere. I don't think yeah. you can actually turn without seeing the word 5G. Yeah. Well, what the fuck um, is 5G though? For people that aren't are confused, like what, what is 5G? It's the next generation of network uh, service as we know it. So for example, at the moment we've got 4G, LTE, etc. Um, it just means that with 5G, uh, we've got faster data speeds. Uh, we've got more bandwidth. So it means that, you know, when you go to the stadium and everyone's on the same traffic like the traffic's yeah, too much yeah. then you're like I've got 4G but I still can't load yeah. a WhatsApp message yeah. that would decrease that uh, stuff um, it will also support things like internet of things and like connected cities and cars and there's a whole ton of information on 5G that I probably can't break down well you made a very good stuff. point to me when we were chatting on the phone the other day which was people forget how much an increase in the amount of data that you can send on mobile can change the world like you literally said without 5g 4g and 3g instagram and facebook and twitter would not be where twitter would be there but instagram yeah. and facebook would not be where they are in terms of you no. being able to infinity scroll pictures how quickly videos yeah. those are big files um and the fact that we can load those things on the go even like spotify we can stream music mm. like each song's like what you're you're a music dj well yeah it, it depends on the quality you download but when you stream you know like you could you pulling down an album it could be like a 40 50 megabyte job. exactly it's minimum do you yeah. know what i mean you get you get increased sizes so you've yeah. got things like tidal and stuff like that yeah. you're looking at higher and you're streaming sizes. that because of 4g you'll be able to stream that there and there even yeah. twitter that we mentioned the experience is different now because back in the day it was like a uh, WAP text message thing <laughs> but because WAP. of faster data data speeds yeah. we're able to live stream on our feed you even be you even be able to you can even do uh screen in screen or picture in picture yeah. on twitter yeah but now that we're going to get 5G, I'm excited to see what the next level of applications yeah. we're going to be seeing. Like, are we going to see the next Instagram? Are we going to see, you know, they, they think um, uh, Netflix or video streaming services are going to be the next Spotify. The way we can just stream music there and there. Yeah. We'll be able to do that with movies on the go anywhere. Yeah. Which is funny because coincidentally, Apple's got an event coming up for yes. their new streaming service. Yes. So again, 
everything's all interlinked somewhere, some some yeah. way, some some somehow. It'd be very interesting. I mean, I'd love to see us step in a direction where we're using devices that are in a central location. Yeah. So just to clarify. Now I roll with a computer that has all the processing power in a computer, right? Mm -hmm. I might be able to send stuff to Dropbox and pull it down from any device, whatever, but I'd love to just open up a screen and a keyboard yeah. anywhere in the world. That's right. Use my 5G to connect yeah. and work on a computer in real time. Uh, yeah. And that, that's like one thing that I would love to see is uh, a cloud, a proper cloud smartphone. Um, Next Robin, they tried to do that before, but that didn't work out really well, but... Imagine a scenario where if you lose your phone, all you have to worry about is logging into a d another hardware. Yeah. It's exactly. no longer about, yeah. oh, then I have to go go to my backup yeah. files to restore everything first. It's yeah. just a matter of like you log in on a cloud computer yeah. and boom, my phone's back. Yeah, that's great. Or or we never have to roll the laptop. So we could just go meet at a cafe where there's a generic laptop. We log in and crack on and from there. And all your software's there, Work. which yeah. kind of already exists, yeah. but data speeds doesn't allow yeah yeah kind of especially when you're doing like heavy bits of work like, yeah. like you know editing film and stuff like that that's not as easy but 5g could make that much easier Positive, to do. yeah we'll, we'll find that we'll see when he uh, exactly when he's fully here exactly. Qualcomm said he's here already but yeah right. yeah we'll see uh <laughs> now last year you were talking to us about ces a little bit and you said mm -hmm. there were a lot of cars at ces now this mm -hmm. year you've only ended up at the geneva international motor show yeah yeah so talk us through that man it was my first time there and uh i've been to la auto show and in comparison this is a this is meteor this is better yeah. um, vroom, vroom. oh man there's some mad concept cars there um i think my favorite um would be the peugeot yeah 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 uh peugeot concept car looks amazing it was like a good mixture of classic and modern like you look inside the car and it's just like futuristic steering wheel and like dash and control and stuff but then you look at the seat like the interior then you then you get like this velvet almost like a like an old Mustang, 1960s Mustang um, seating style with no headrest kind of thing. You know, like hey. just like low, like low rider looking thing. But on the outside as well, it just looks futuristic. It's such a beautiful thing. I really hope they make it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that cars are becoming something that's moving into our tech and gadgets world, isn't it, right? Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not really a car, 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 car guy. Right, I mean, right. Would you say you are into... I, I am, because I, I grew yeah. up on, on that sort of, in that world of, okay. you know, buying cars and tweaking them up and... Okay, you little race, boy racer, ra yeah. racing, but I can say that now because that, yeah, that's long yeah. gone. But yeah, it's, were you the guy with the six by nines in the subwoofer in uh, the back listen, of your car? Halfords knew my name. I had a um, staff card there that got me yeah? forty percent off. Oh wow! Every time I went there, whether so you, I need a new battery, whether I need some speakers, Pioneer speaker sets, and like my sub in the back, my six by nines. So you were the kid where the speakers were worth more than your car, probably. The sound almost. system were in, you invested more in the sound well, system yeah. than in the vehicle, almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. sick. So you like sick. being being at the Geneva International Motor Show was such a great experience. I just walked around and in, in, for ages, just in awe of like all these futuristic looking cars, like. Um, uh, I'm trying to think Bugatti had this car that's ridiculous it cost like nine points of a million or something I could be wrong it costing that upwards that amount anyway and all they've done is put extra body kit and all kind of stuff on the Chiron or something like that I can't remember And but it still looks amazing but I wouldn't spend that much on a, unless I've just got silly money yeah so there's a lot of concept cars there a lot of concept cars that's what the whole point is um, yeah. a lot of a lot of the manuf manufacturers came with what their vision of what the future cars would okay. be um, which is nice to see. A lot of them are sort of staring towards uh, self-driving vehicles um, and electric vehicles as well. Actually, EVs like a massive thing this year. Okay. Um, a lot of the concept cars are EV. 
they, so, they envision to be electric vehicles. So what's the next step with the EV stuff then? So where, where do you think we're going to be? I think the limitations right now is charging stations. Um, once we nail that, well, once we can figure that out, um, I think the rest is history. I got the idea. Micro USB lead. <laughs> Just make it that. The, the micro USB lead, plug it in anywhere. The, ca- the cable will fry as soon as you plug it in. You won't even, you won't even get in. It will just go z- gone, zapped, disappeared. <laughs> you imagine that people knocking in your door, but excuse me, have you got a micro USB yeah, yeah, for my yeah. car, bro? Have, have you got, got a spare cable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got that energizer phone so I can charge my car? <laughs> yeah, there you go. They should sell that as a package. Uh, Red Bull Escape Room Championship. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So I went to that. Uh, I went to the last one, which was, I think, two years ago, if I'm, if I'm thinking if I can remember correctly but anyway it was amazing like if you think you know escape room this is totally different it so do you get like, to watch people escaping or do you get to escape as well uh, no, so I the first time I went um, I tried it out myself just a lower level type of thing um, because each one's actually designed for the actual championship so um, no one gets to see until they get there and they get, get to play it and <laughs> it's all designed by MIT uh, professors back in the States this um, is hard stuff it's it's not the typical you've been to escape room here yeah, before, yeah yeah we've done that's what we, and you know what that's yeah. a very hard to kill an hour we love yeah, to do yeah. an escape so room it's, it's not, it's try not head out there. yeah it's not the typical you just gotta use your brain and yeah. be able to be logical or whatever um, this is more like there's, there's maths involved there's science involved there's uh, teamwork involved and uh, patience a lot of patience being able to uh, keep calm under pressure alright alright I look forward to hearing about that I, I think we might try and get out there man if you, honestly if, what... you, if you can definitely do, I think this year it might actually be in London if, I, if I'm if i thinking correct because last time was in Budapest mm-hmm. um, so I think they're trying to have this year's one in London if they haven't decided already but right, if it's, London, if it's in London there. you have no excuse yeah we're go. there man we'll head down there um, alright well um Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Uh, got, we like to just find out what's going on in the world a little bit as well. Something that's been kind of popping up online before we let you go. A gentleman won the lottery. I don't know if you heard about this. No, what's this? So winning the lottery is great, right? A whole chunk would, of money flying into your account, yeah? yeah? Free of financial worry. No need to care if you're going to make it to the end of next month, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to save any pennies. You can just throw pennies on you the can floor. Do whatever you Keep want. Keep the change, mate. Um, but somebody recently won the lottery. Right. Um, and basically this picture went around of them picking up their uh, you know you get to sign sign you know in front of everyone I, and pick I up saw your that check. picture and he was wearing a mask yeah and somebody wore a screen mask and gloves so you wouldn't know who they were yeah right he's in Chicago I don't know the, the link came from Chicago I believe it's Chicago but yeah, I, I saw that on the Jamaican was it a Jamaican guy? I don't know. I don't know. Someone else posted up. This is this is what social media does. Someone else memed it and said, "Well, this is what happens when a Jamaican person wins a lottery." It got me. It got me thinking, though, bruv. If if you won the lottery, what would you would you do that, or would you be like, "Hey, I've won the lottery," and just know that your family is going to grow, your cousins are going to start hitting you up. I think I'm quite brutal in the sense that um, it doesn't mean I won't give anything away. I think I'm I'm very generous anyway. But mm-hmm. I think I'd allocate certain amount to different people. Plus, I think people that are close to me, I know them in the sense that I know people that are that can handle money and people that can't. So what I'm getting at is the people that can't handle money, I know to get them a business set up. Okay, so right. So they can then make their own money, enable right. them to make their own money. And I have people that I know that if I gave 20 million, I know that he's okay. He's not going to come back to me the next day being like, oh yeah, sorry man, I... Uh, I squandered it yesterday. Could you give me another 20 mil? Would you still go public with it though? Would you, yeah, would you, yeah, of course. So you're part of the one out of 10 people. Yeah, I mean... That would go... that Just one out of 10 people go public. That's a, that's the statistic is that it? we actually found out, yeah. I think... 
I'd, I'd go public. Well, okay, let me put it this way. Let me rephrase. I have no problem going public or not going public. I have no problem with that at all. Yeah. So whether I go public or not, it doesn't affect me. How much would you lend me if you went public? Depends. Depends <laughs> what you need it for. You'd have to give me a proper full pitch. I need to give you a business plan. Yeah, yeah, of what you're going to do with the money. Yeah, I'm not just going to be, you're just not going to ring me up and be like, I need a meal. Oh yeah, of course. No, I'm not a meal. I'll just be like, have a grand. <laughs> just just some playing around money. Yeah, that, that's what that I'm purpose alone, I won't give it to you. I'll be like, you need to think bigger, man. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, fair yeah, enough. If I've just won 20 mil, don't ask me for a grand. Ask for something substantial. <laughs> well, we've got the full stats about people that will go public. Uh, I mean, the most five common reasons that would encourage win- winners to go public anyway would be like, it would be futile to stay anonymous because, you know, you won't have control over it if you're being quiet about it. Uh you can get recognition for a large charitable donation as well. That's why a lot of people do it. And, and others. We've got a full link to it on the show description. But um, we run out of time now. I just want to say thank you very much for coming down to the show. No thanks, problem at all. Thanks for reviewing everything with us. I mean, I think it's really worthwhile. If you're unsure what phone to get because you want to take fleeky pictures, you should head to the link in the description and check, Definitely out, check it out. Uh, yeah. Myself and Gadget's boy going through the best of the best. Definitely, of, of yeah. what phones can do. Um, in the meantime, thank you very much for joining us here Thanks on How to Feel Now, bro. Appreciate that, man. Pleasure as always. Safe. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, thank you very much for, for Gadget's Boy joining us here at How to Kill an Hour. Um, and I'm very glad to say that I've got the chance to talk to a gentleman who has got many talents, uh, many of which are kind of getting him a lot of interest on the internet at the moment and also um, could potentially get him in trouble as well. Welcome Charlie Hopkinson to the show. How are you doing, sir? Hello, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Uh, now, Charlie, I came across you um not literally, I didn't come across you, I don't know, you never met you before. But I came across you uh, because I was surfing the internet and I found a best of 2018 or a summary of 2018 from Morgan Freeman. Ah, uh, yes. And I did some more investigating around how Morgan Freeman managed to uh, explain 2018 from such a UK-centric point of view. Uh, and then I found <laughs> out <laughs> that actually... 
It was you, Charlie. So you're a man of many talents, but I guess we need to talk about how you've got an amazing voice when it comes to kind of simulating others at the moment. How the hell did you get into that? Uh, so, well, the story itself is a little bit mundane, but I was thinking about this the other day. Um, it was as I've done impressions for about uh, seven years, um, but it all started because one of my friend's brothers posted an amazing Morgan Freeman pr- impression that was already on YouTube on Facebook. And right. that start, started it all off for me. And I, uh, I, and this is literally now my career seven years down the line. I don't do anything else, which uh, from his point, if you look at it from his point of view, it's weird that if he hadn't posted that video, my life could be completely different right now. So, so you made a video, someone else posted it. And then now no, this yeah, is your- he, he posted a video of, someone else doing an amazing Morgan Freeman impression and I use that to learn the impression how do you learn to be Morgan Freeman bro uh, you need about five years uh, okay much of a social life uh, but, <laughs> um, yeah well, it's very much an iterative process so you first of all you're very bad and then you just change the tiniest little tweaks and you practice your accent your body language your the rhythm of the voice and it slowly starts to piece together Okay, so you would say that maybe you were somebody who may not have been very good at uh, emulating voices, but you you know you took yourself to 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 school and schooled yourself. Exactly, yeah. Sort of came up with a process and then uh, developed right. it. Yeah. And you've used this process to develop a number of voices, right? I have indeed. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now, <laughs> now you say this is your full time job. When yeah. you say this is your full time job, you. you do you say this is you personally you, you 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 mimic other people's voices as a full-time job yeah pretty much no one pays me i just sort of sit here and do it <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so i'm a, a voiceover artist and uh aspiring stand-up at the moment uh, nice nice love and youtuber yeah. oh and youtuber yeah i mean you've knocked out some great videos on youtube one that we really like here is the rick and morty impressions love those uh, obviously big rick and morty fan um I. yeah you've called people as morgan a few times as well i guess I have, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, done a couple of prank calls, actually. Um, so I did one to the PlayStation Network, and yeah. uh, people seem to really like that one. And then he actually, strangely enough, just a few days ago, he found he hadn't he hadn't what the guy who I prank called got in touch with me a few days ago and uh, told me it from his perspective because he hadn't actually watched the video until two years later, <laughs> which was uh, an interesting development. So what happened on his side of the of 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 the of the office? Because there was a couple of can I put you on holds that happened. Yeah, well, he says that he gets quite he got quite a few prank calls, but uh, well, he said that one was actually quite entertaining. So I'll I'll yeah. take that. I think. Have you ever got in trouble for prank calling? And and if so, I'd love to hear the story. <laughs> uh, for prank calling, um, I've had ones where people have just not been into it and uh, not like willing to play along, and it's just been uh, fairly not very nice conversation. But um, yeah. Oh, no, I haven't got into trouble yet. Maybe I need to push the boat out a little bit more. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now, let's ring someone up. Who are we going to ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, call, let's call the queen. Let's call the queen. Let's, let's <laughs> the get queen. busy. If you're going to do, do it big. Should be a good sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, you're kind of using this to, to move into the world of comedy as well, right? So you're a stand-up comedian. Yes, I am. Yeah, so I've done stand-up for about a year and a half. And yeah, it's going well. Um, ha- yeah, enjoying cool. Enjoying it. And how do you use your skills as a as a voiceover artist in your comedy? Is that a part of it, or is it totally different? Yeah, so um, so I, I used to be a, I was a maths teacher for two years. Um, so a lot of my stand up is about being a maths teacher uh, and sort of weave these sort of surreal impressions into my 
stories and anecdotes from that time um and yeah I, like it's fairly impressions heavy but i do have a few jokes that stand alone on their own right, cool. two feet fair enough and uh what was it like being mr hopkinson at school like in this day and age what are the what are kids like nowadays uh, not good. Uh, no, really <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much I can say, but if they oh, mate, it's an explicit that. podcast. If they're little shits, you you tell us uh, who and why. We'll go punch them up. No, we won't. We won't okay. do that. I'd like else. to confirm they are little shits. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, yeah, like uh, teaching was really good, but um, I think I prefer what I'm doing now. Um, and it was it was a bit surreal when um, they found all my YouTube stuff on the sort of the second week, and it went around the school, and then became sort of. Yeah, local okay. celebrity. Um, so you, so your teacher, the kids kind of found out about it at school. Where are they going, sir? Can you do Morgan Freeman, sir? Can you do this for Sir, can you do this? Uh, yeah. So when they found out about it, because yeah, I wasn't yeah. very good at managing behaviour, and they were quite like some of them were pretty annoying. Um, yeah. And uh, the, as soon as they found out about it, they were like good for about a week until I did the impressions, and they're like, wow. And then they went back to being like really naughty again so <laughs> i should have i should have just uh, held off for a little bit and milked that good behavior yeah. <laughs> yeah. fair enough fair enough uh, but now you're a full-time voiceover artist stand-up comedian and i guess i feel like you get asked to do impressions all the time i'm not i'm not gonna ask you on the show but do you get asked to do impressions all of the time then um I, yeah you can tell when people want to ask you, but uh, to be honest, I find that most people are quite polite and just sort of like, yeah. I'm not going to ask you. Um, like my, I friend, said. My, my friends and family are absolutely uh, <laughs> sick of it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they'll be like, oh, if we're ever in a social situation and someone else wants me to do it, they're like, no, he's not doing it. We've heard it enough because they've heard it when I was terrible and not very good at the impression. So. Okay. So do you think your mum, if you if you called her up and you started doing a Morgan Freeman, she'd be like, or she, if you started doing someone, she'd be like, Charlie, get the fuck off the phone. Yeah, I know That's a direct quote. Yeah, get yeah. the fuck <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next challenge for you voice wise is there any voice that you can't master do you think ah you can ask me to do the ones i can't do <laughs> <laughs> yeah so can you do yeah. all of the ones that you can't do as yes. a great example of your voice so here's the queen uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah um uh yeah there's a, there's a few that i haven't been able to do um i've sort of got like a archetypal voice where i find old men easier to do um right. you know, yeah, um, I think uh, one voice that I really haven't been able to master is Tom Hanks. I gave it a go, but maybe I need to go back to it. But um, yeah, I, I, a recent one for me is to do all the Peaky Blinder characters. So that's been. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's sort of. That's decent. That's decent. Have you found that your voice has changed because you're doing yeah. other voices so much? People tell me my voice sounds a little bit like Morgan Freeman now, uh, that I just get like a hint of it. But then some people say, like, no, I think my voice has got deeper um, in the last few years, for sure. Yeah, all right. So talking like Morgan Freeman and, and other people gives you a bit of extra b- boom, boom bass in your voice, yeah? All right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Nice. Do you think you could ever dress up? Like, we've seen it before, like Face Jacker and stuff like that. Do you reckon you could ever do that, get away with that? Are you quite into doing stuff like that? Because I think that that kind of comedy does resonate well when it's done well. Yeah, um, I haven't actually seen Face Jacker, so I wouldn't be able to tell you that uh exactly what that is but um yeah like i don't know if comedy is funny i'm up for doing it really as long as it's tasteful i guess yeah yeah i hear that i hear that um so if we're gonna we're gonna play out a bit of your of your voiceover work at the moment today okay. what what should we play what's one of your favorite bits that we should play out on the show uh what's one of my favorite bits um 
So, well, if you were going to go down the Peaky Blinders route, I did uh, when England were doing well in the World Cup in the summer. I did sort yeah. of a dub over of um, one of the key scenes in Peaky Blinders with having them talking about the World Cup, which did really well and people seem to enjoy. That might be a good one. Um, I think, um, yeah, any any of the Morgan Freeman, really. Or I could just do some Morgan Freeman if you wanted. I don't know. Well, oh yeah, we'd love some Morgan Freeman. I mean, I don't, I don't know what, what kind of Morgan, what kind of Morgan Freeman could we could could we ask for? What kind, well, give Morgan Freeman a scenario that he could be in. Do you want him to be in? All right, right. I reckon Morgan Freeman is in a queue, and there's a lady in front of him complaining to customer service, and I'd like to hear his internal monologue as he gets more and more frustrated with a woman <laughs> in the queue. Okay. Well, um, I gotta say, um. Really quite annoying. What the hell does she think she's doing? Three times. Three times she complained and... Well, I just want to get my caramel latte. (laughs) That's all I want. A caramel latte. And maybe a piece of biscuit. That's what I want. Get the fuck out the way. <laughs> I don't even know what shop that is. Was that a Starbucks? Or a- I reckon that was. A, I reckon that was a, uh, was a. That was a coffee shop of some sort. Oh, that's yeah, great, man. Oh. Where's the uh, the customer service blocking? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. It's, I mean, it's it's amazing. I, I would love at some point to hear you and Morgan have a conversation, a Morgan uh, on Morgan conversation. That would be great if he was game for that. I would certainly want to do that. But I'm going to put it out if there. You- We're going to try and make it happen. Oh, great. If you know him, just give him a call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll just WhatsApp him now. Uncle Morgs. <laughs> Slight work. We'll do it. Um, but no, thank you very much for coming on the show. What, what what can we look out for you in the future? What would you like to plug? Let our listeners uh, see and hear you doing. Um, I would say just uh, go check out my YouTube channel, making lots of new content. I'm doing, yeah, a lot of those um, sort of dub things, which, uh, yeah, enjoy doing. I think people are enjoying as well. Um, and yeah, look out for me as a stand-up um, some point in the next couple of years at Edinburgh and around the country come see me at a gig yeah where can we find you on the other social medias as, as well uh, so yeah uh, Instagram uh, Twitter and Facebook I'd say not so much Twitter but uh, Facebook and Instagram uh, right. would it be um, charlie.hopkinson4 on Instagram and charlie hopkinson on uh, Facebook go check it thank out thank you very much thank you very much well I appreciate you coming on the show appreciate you sharing a little bit of your talent as well with us like I said I didn't want to I didn't want to say hi how's it going Charlie do a voice do a voice do a voice do a voice but um, no thanks for doing some voice for us man and uh, for joining yeah for joining us on this week's How to Kill an Hour man. And, and I just want to say man it's great in 2019 to have people that are just putting out fun comedy content for the sake of it just being fun there's a lot going on in the world right now bro we need people like you to give us some comic relief quite literally (laughs) Um, so please keep doing what you're doing Charlie and I'd I'd love to have you on the show at some point if you're ever in London let's sit down let's have a chat man let's chop it up talk about your comedy and uh, uh, do some pranking together maybe that would be a laugh will do sounds good yeah all right charlie well you have an amazing day man and um i'll speak to you soon thank you very much uh by the way this has been how to kill an hour i've been marcus bronzy and you've been charlie 
Uh, Charlie Hopkinson. There you go. And you've been Charlie Hopkinson. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even know who he is now. He dramatic does so many voices. Uh, yeah, it was very dramatic. Uh, thank you for killing some time with us. Please don't forget, there's plenty of links in the description for you to see the phone reviews that myself and Gadgets Boy did. You can win yourself a Steelbook edition of Just Cause 4 and also find out more information about why people would not want to share the fact that they've won the lottery or the many reasons. And of course, some clips of the amazing Charlie Hopkinson. Uh, we'll put that Pe- Pleaky Binders clip up there as well. All right, thank you very much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.